This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it may be in your region of the world where you are hearing the sound of my voice. I thank and praise God for your joining in with us on today. We are so excited, and the reason we're so excited is this is the day that the Lord has made, and we rejoice, and we are glad to be a part of it. Sometimes we wait for just that spectacular or that special moment just to rejoice, but I believe that every moment that we have the ability to to draw a breath is an opportunity to thank and praise God because there are those that wish they could. Some of them are on oxygen tanks. Some of them aren't even here with us anymore. So we just thank God. We, we, are, we are just in that flow of praise and worship as we should be at all times. So we give God the praise. Hello, my beautiful co-host, Mr. D.L. Henry and Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you guys doing today? Praise God. Again, we just came off the road today. You know what I'm saying? From laying to rest, somebody we loved a lot, and I love what you just said. It's just such a good time, no matter what it is, just to be in an awesome mood and give God praise for being alive another day. So I'm awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Dee, what you laughing about? What part was you laughing on? Come on, bring it. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. You know what? I'm laughing. I, I, I laugh because the simple fact is that I don't care what's going on in your life. You're consistent. You know what? You would never know whether, you know, you had death, a birthday party, or a mission. I agree. It it is the most unbelievable thing to me. You just went and and buried your father, and you still have the same energy to be on this radio show. And so, you know, um, I'm not laughing. It's just, it's. I want you to laugh. That's what I'm. That's why I asked you. Because let me tell you something. I respect and honor what you do, 
I love laughter. I believe it's so good for the heart and the soul, and I wasn't offended by it. I wanted to bring it out because I needed you to tell me because I knew you would uplift my spirit, and you did, as you always do. So it's like even at, you know, just putting it out there, even at the funeral, Jerry has, my husband has a, a nephew that's just like you, just as kooky as can be. And it was so much crying because it was sorrow of a good man. But when he got up there, Dee, he had everybody in there laughing for 15 minutes so we forgot why we were crying. So I need you to tell me so the, so the listeners can hear it. It is okay to still laugh even when you feel like you're going through something. Laughter is good for the soul. I know it's I, I know it's so and so. It's just amazing to me that you know. I think you, you women are just you know incredible. You know just because you get because of your consistency. You know just because of your consistency and how you're going no matter what you want. Now I will have to say, let's let's Hello? Hello? Can you hear me, Corn? Okay, yeah, I can hear you. My phone is going in and out for some strange reason. But anyway, uh, you know what? I think one of the things that, that people forget about is the fact that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes, We're always looking to be happy, but happiness depends on what happens. Joy is everlasting. Joy is always ours, no matter what we're walking through, no matter what transpires. It, it matters not because the joy of the Lord is something that can nothing and no one take from us. It's deep down within us. And and um I and I'm right there with, with um DL, you know, is in that consistency. And I think that one of the things that's important for, for our listeners to understand and I thank and praise God for the anointing that's on both of your lives, but it is the it's the key is that no matter what we can still find our joy. Just because we may go through times of sadness and things that we have to walk through and and bear and endure, you know, we still have the joy of the Lord within us because we know that he is our strength. He will get us through. You know, he is the one that will surround us with those people that help us to recognize that he is ever present. And I love what you said, Tanya, about um, that, you know, he got up and he was able to bring joy in the midst of that Sorrowful time. It's an awesome thing. It is an yes, awesome it is. thing. Yes, And that's what the that was trying to say. Not, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, God does not leave us in our pity party, so to speak. You know, and, and to lose someone close to you, I'm not making light of it. But what I'm saying is no matter what, like you said, Tim, he was a good man. So you can rejoice in, in what he left behind. His legacy and, and let me tell is you that goodness. Yes. Yes, and that's what I need listeners to understand, and then we're going to get on the topic. That's why I said I love D.L. for what he did, because he was like, it's amazing how you guys have the ability to still go on. And he's the same way. You know, he's gone through some things, and he still was on the show making us laugh and falling and busting Mm -hmm. the gut. I laughed so hard yesterday Mm -hmm. at the funeral, I literally couldn't even feel my stomach muscles. I was like, I'm in pain. But what I need everybody to know is the joy of the Lord is our strength, and he was a good man, and he lived a good life. And what's so even better is is because his spirit, you can tell 
he poured out on so many people. And it's not how you die, and that's what I'm telling people. It's how you live. That's so yes, important that people know that. You die how you live. If you live honorably, then even when you're deaf, people will honor you. That's what is Amen. so good for people to have to know that. And that's what I'm Amen. saying that's just about real. you. Can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. I hear you. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. I'll just be sure. But that's what I was I was just saying, you know, about you 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 two women are just, you know, great examples of of consistency. I've you know, I've uh, been been knowing you for some time and 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 known the things that you've gone through and you guys have just been consistent. It's just that's what gives me so much joy because you don't think about yourself so much. You always think it's about others. Consistent. You, you guys yeah. have just been like a picture of consistency. Now Colette switched it up last week with the shoes. But besides that, ah, it has ah, I never got a picture neither. Where's my picture? Yeah. Okay, yeah. never got a picture. I'm gonna send you a picture. I'm sorry. Also, thank you because I want to roast on you because I know you look too bad. I got switched it up because I've always loved shoes. You know, y'all know. No, no, no. You know or no? I'm talking about you took the shoe level to another. You took the game to a whole other level. You took. Okay, but wait a minute. You said you said something. I gotta. Let me tell you something. When I first met my god sister, she, Elder, was we were both young, as we still are, and beautiful. And I remember attracting to her because the pair of pumps she had on. I don't know if anybody knows. Barbie is the only one. Colette and Barbie are the only ones that own these pumps. I'm like, those are the cutest Barbie shoes I've ever seen. Always <laughs> love shoes. Unusual creative things. And their whole life... Let me just put it out there like that. It ain't just shoes, y'all, in person. She loves clothes. So y'all better shut up. Oh, wait, hold them up and get them nails and them toes done. And I ain't even mad because she even showed me how to be a lady through it all, okay? <laughs> she up the game. She up the game with the shoes. I'm just saying. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Amen. Well, okay. So, guys, this this is our topic for today. Our topic is what would your manifested dream look like? It's like we all have dreams and things we aspire to, but we're going to talk today about what does that look like? What if, when your dream materializes and it manifests before your eyes, what does it look like? So, I'm going to let you go first, DL. Even though you know normally it's ladies first, but you you have you have aspirations and things that you're aspiring to do. What would your manifested dream look like? What will my manifested dream look like? Mm. Yes. Father, I thank you. Uh, my manifested dream looks like this. Uh, I've said this for for some time. Um, I used to say, you know what, um, I don't have to have a billion dollars, but I don't want my money to ever run out or to get low because I love doing ministry. I love the fact, my manifested dream is to be able to go in the grocery store and everybody that's at the grocery store purchase their groceries. That's what my manifested dream is really, is to be able to go into a place and be able to just bless people. You know, uh, you know, uh, to be able to um, to see what God has done and allow them to see 
that they are still good people out here that are being led and have been chosen by God and that, you know, it's just not as bad as what it seems because, you know, we go through so much you know, with the death and the killing and things of that nature because you don't really hear about the miracles in the church anymore. Think about it. You know, when we were first going, um, coming up in the church, you know, there was people getting out of wheelchairs, walking. What happened to all of that? Did God stop moving? No, people just stopped listening. And so mm-hmm. my manifested dream is to really to hear the, the word of God in order to get to the place that I need to get to because I need to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing. I, I, I want to be um, a generator of or of wealth. Um, uh for for just people in general, um, because I think there is a lack of, how can I say, leadership um, that's willing to uh, give. Um, you know, we're always in the place of, of receiving, you know, but, but what happened uh, to giving? Our manifestation as men, and I'm talking about men of God, women are different. Women are receivers. Uh, if you receive something, you make it better uh, in return. But we are to be givers, and and for me to give uh, is is my manifested dream to be able to give and to give so abundantly. And then when I come home, don't worry about my lights being out. Wow, I love it. I love it. I love it. Amen. Pam. Wow. Okay, this is how I see everything. Out of all the craziness that I've thought I went through in my life, out of all the ups and downs and the mountains and the valleys low, out of all the stop trusting, didn't know if I believed anymore, uh, going out into the world and just different intervals of my life, I'm looking up now and I can see the glory of the Lord just intertwining up in heaven with two big, huge knitting needles of my life and knitting everything together for my good. Mm. When I went to this funeral, it let me know why everything had to go the circle that it did for to meet a wonderful husband like I have, but to also be blessed to have extended family of his that is just awesome men and women of God. I see that with my school and just different things, how God is intricately working out everything in my life to detail. And even though it's rough right now, people, you, you, you don't even always sometimes see it like that. But I see that I am just helping people. I want, want to be a giver of my church, more of myself. I see more of my ministry coming out. I see me being able to talk to young children and ministering to them to be able to mentor them. And I can see it, and I've done some of these things. So all I'm going to tell everybody is there was a point in my life where I didn't ever believe that my, out of all the things that I've been through and I've done, that I would ever be able to see that. But I want everybody to know that we serve such a God that is so loving, so just, so kind. And if he said it, he will bring that thing to pass. So that's where mm-hmm. I see myself. I see me helping and extending myself, edu- helping educate people in many different, in finance and real estate and just being able to mentor young men and women of having hope about themselves and being able to be a positive role model in my family amongst my loved ones and friends as well as the community. 
and that's what I see now. That's awesome. I'm done. Yeah. I didn't put the subject on my, in my spirit heavy the past few days. I've posted about it. I did a kingdom empowerment nugget on it. I, I'm just, it's just really, you know, you can tell when God is, is, um, writing something in the heavenlies concerning you when something just stays in the forefront of your mind and of your spirit. And one of the things, I, I had the pleasure this weekend to um, attend a phenomenal conference. Um, it was called the Revelant um, Arise Conference. Um, Apostle Lee Dwayne Harden was the um, the host of the conference, and he had people there like Lance Walnow and Oz Hillman and um, Dr. Buddy Crum and and Robert Watkins. Just all of these these mighty generals in marketplace ministry and you guys know that that's that's one of my passions is is the marketplace and and encouraging people um to follow after the call of entrepreneurship on their life and what have you but one of the things that that has stayed um really so relevant before me is the fact that a lot of times we, we dream big, and, and if you're not dreaming big, then your dream is not of God. If you're dreaming about something that you can accomplish without him, then that's not your God-ordained dream, trust me, because God will never yeah, give you on. something that you can accomplish without him. Whatever it is Amen. that he has put in your spirit and in your heart, it is going to take him to bring the manifestation of it into being. Um, and, and this is real. This is really, really something that is important to realize. And I'll never forget years ago, in fact, this is how long ago it was, I was still living in Florida, and I left Florida in 2007. But I had this conversation with the Lord, and in my conversation with the Lord, it was kind of like UDL. I was like, you know, Father, you know, I don't have to have, like, the big mansion and what have you and millions and millions of dollars, but what I would like is to be comfortable and to be able to do whatever I wanted to do at any given time. And this is what God's response to me was, what are you doing now? And I had to stop Mm. to think about that because literally whatever it was that I wanted to do at any given time, I was doing it. I was doing it. So I had to wake up and recognize that, you know, that that I thought was was I was pressing to obtain, I already had. It was already part mm. of my 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 surroundings. And so, what I really wanted us to think about and to look at is the fact that sometimes when we think about our manifested dream, we look at it and we think it's a far off when we're already living it. It is right in front of us. It is a part of who we are on a daily basis, and we don't recognize it. We don't recognize it. Tanya, you said that your dream, if if it manifested, your dream was to be that person in your family, you know, that people could look up to, to educate or whatever. Baby girl, you're doing that. Just in the life that you're living, the changes that people can see, in you and where you yes. come from and what you're doing right now, it's already manifesting. It is already manifesting. DL, I know your yes. heart. I know yes. your heart. So I know as a man of God, if anything, if you have anything, you would give somebody the shirt off your back. 
So your manifested yeah. dream is reality. It's not that a is so powerful. And we need that to is- get to a place where we recognize that. That, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're searching to obtain that which God has already blessed us with. He has already yeah, blessed yeah, us with. Yeah. Now, he can take it to other levels, and, and he yeah, is he, a God of multiplication. He can multiply yeah. it, but you're already walking it. You're living the dream. It's kind yeah, of like how yeah. the show began, and this is how, how the flow of God will do a thing. You know, it, it began with us talking about it's not about happiness. It's about the joy of the Lord. It's about how Amen. he is your strength. Well, the same way he is that one that facilitates your dreams. He is that one that causes the manifestation of it. We are living in our now season, and too often we don't recognize it. We don't recognize it. And then when we don't recognize it, guess what? We allow that season to dry up without embracing what God has done in the midst of it. Think about it. Think about when the fruit is on the tree. And the fruit Come is on. ripe, okay? And, and you know, all, when you get ready to go pluck that fruit, it, it literally falls off in your hands because it's, it's ripe. It's ready. It's at that full sweetness. Everything that all the nutritional value that that fruit holds is at its peak, and you can pluck it, like I said, just barely touching it, and, and it just falls in your hand. But guess what? If you look at that tree and you don't recognize that that fruit is ripe right now or you don't go out and pluck the fruit, that fruit, that same wonderful shiny peach or whatever it is. I used to have mangoes and I've had peach trees and apricot trees when I grew up. If you don't go out there and pluck that fruit while it's ripe, it will sit there on that vine and it will rot where it hangs because you mm-hmm. miss that season. You missed that season. The word that said, "Check this out." God manifested this to me yesterday, and it just really blessed me because the word says that the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. What if you're the laborer for your harvest, and you're not going out to glean it? You're not reaping your harvest. You're not recognizing that this is the hour. For that manifestation. So uh, by you not recognizing it, you're not embracing it, and you're not availing yourself for God to take it to the next level. It's not that you're waiting for the manifestation. You're living the manifestation. But all you do, all, it's about your availability to God so that he can take it to the next level. I love that. I love what you just said. That's powerful. I love what you just said. The way you just brought it to me, you just quick and you just invoked my spirit. And, and I hope the listeners heard what you're saying when you said you're the laborer of your of your orchard, yeah. of your of your of yeah. your harvest. So if you're you already got have the power to sow, God I was already giving you the seeds. He's already giving you people in your life to come and cultivate. That's what he talks about, that in the word of God. Man says that's powerful. And then what you're saying is, and I need to bring it in my layman turn, and what she's saying, audience, is this. So if God has already given you everything and equipped you to be able to have your harvest, if you're not, your seed's not growing, if you're not, if if, if, if you did plant the seeds and you don't see the growth, it's because you need to change something in your cultivating to be able to. Go, girl, go. Allow yeah. your harvest to grow. 
So now I get that even yeah. more now. So what you're saying is, it's like I love to minister to people, and I love, you know, DL make people laugh, and you know what I'm saying? We do that. That's what God equipped us with. But if we don't go out there, if we allow fear, if we if we allow different things in our lives to stagnate us, and if we don't want to go out to look at our harvest and be able to pull the leaves off when it's time, because I have rose bushes in my backyard, and I and sometimes I ignore them. They still grow, but the roses turn beautiful, and then they fall off the vine, and then it leaves this ugly bud on there, and then it causes the bushes there not to go. grow anymore. So what my sister go. is saying, Elder, is I have to go out there and prune them bushes if I want my harvest to be beautiful for the following mm. season. Thank you very much right. for that spiritual vitamin. That was so powerful for me today. Yes, sir. That's real. You have blessed me. You have, you have blessed me now. Let me tell you, hey, too many times where I get a word, I'm like, okay, yeah, that right there, I can take that and do something with that. But you blessed me because I realize, and I don't know if the artists realize, I've been praying for the wrong thing because hmm. the simple fact is that, you know what, I hear I hear God just like you said you heard him. When you said what you said, I heard God because the simple fact is that it's already manifested. I'm just yes. trying to reach another level. So there I don't need to pray for the, the manifestation. The manifestation is here. What I'm saying is yes. that God, in my manifestation, yes. take it to another level. My Lord. That's it. That, That's it. That's it. That is the power. We're up here and we're mm. wasting time praying for what God has already manifested. Mm. And mm. we need to do to mm. God the manifestation. I need you to take it to another level because you've already manifested. Mm. Right. Meaning that. Think about this. The, the word yes. says we have not because we ask not. And when we ask, we ask amiss. We ask a miss because we don't understand what it is that we need to ask for. You better right. come on, Elder, and bring it on because I need this food today. I love that. I love what you're saying. We don't know what to ask. So it, in other words, it's like this. And what D.L. was saying is this. See, you got perennial plants, and they only grow so tall. But a lot of times if you want hedges around your house to be able to stop the predators from coming in or from the neighbors looking in, then you have to grow a certain type of perennial for that year. So what Elder is saying and what DL is saying, what I'm trying to say is you need to ask God for the right seeds for your season so when you harvest, you can bring forth this fruit in this season. See, that's why when she, Elder said we don't know how to ask, we don't know what we're asking for. It is very, very important that we pray Pacific prayers now in that time of the hour that we're living in. It is. Yes. And let me say this for everybody that's listening, and, and this is something that fell in my spirit uh, while Minister Collette was talking. This, the manifestation is unbelievable. Stop thinking that your manifestation is tied to a husband or uh, someone mm. else or the divorcee or something of any nature. Your manifestation is tied directly to God. Because I know sometimes we get in these relationships with people in general and we think that, okay, now it's lost because that person is no longer part of your life. What God says it's going to be, it's going to be. What I realized that even when I went through my uh, divorce, I could not believe it because I said, you know what, this was I considered my soulmate. So where do I go from here, Lord, if I believe Mm. that this is my soulmate? And God had to remind me. There's this thing that's called free will. It's not that that person may have may not have been. It's just that free will causes people to move out of position from whatever God mm-hmm. is going to manifest. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, well, it could have been tied to someone. But when someone moves out of position, when we call this thing that we call free will, then the bottom line is that that doesn't mean that God's not going to do it. That means God is just going to raise up someone else or God is going to manifest it uh, within you. You just have to make sure that you're in the right position. Because I never understood it when God comes in the church and when they said Jesus is in the building, why everybody's not being blessed. If Jesus is in the building, get yours too. Why are you going to let Jesus leave without your stuff? I know he might have came from that person, but get your praise on too. Get his attention. Because mm-hmm. the simple fact is that he came there for one manifestation. Just like you think about it, the people that, that, that he talked about in the Bible about great faith, he wasn't coming for them. When he when he blessed them, he was not coming to deal with them at all. Because they already so they have a realization. Right. They already knew. But think about it. I mean, he said the multitude, you know, 5,000 men only, not counting women and children. He manifested the, the manifestation of God right before their eyes, and there were still people that left that didn't believe. They only came to eat. They only came to feed their flesh. They did not come to glean what God had for them. Mm-hmm. And we do that Hello. today. We do that today. For me, my dream is to be available to God. So the manifestation of my dream is now because I yield myself to him, because I know that as long as I'm walking in availability to him, he can use me in any manner he chooses. Okay, so he can take me to the other levels. He can take me to the far corners of the world. He can give me the nations because I'm available, because I'm available. And so whatever he calls me to do, he makes provision for it. Do I have millions? Millions, please. I don't even have hundreds saved up, Okay in the bank, but it matters not because every single thing that he calls me to do, he provides for it. He makes the provision for it. So I'm walking in my manifestation. Yes, and it's the truth, Elder, because I'm going to tell you something. I told everybody, me and D.L. make jokes about it, but it's the truth. This woman is a traveling woman of God. I have never seen her. She has gone places that, I mean, I promise you, maybe with 2 or $3 in her pocket, and when she gets there. I tell people this, and I, I, I say this to my husband all the time. Money is not as important to me as the favor of God. The favor of God can Hallelujah. provide so much for you beyond that you can ever comprehend in your life. And he will provide for you. And that's what you said, Elder, and I hope that the listeners are listening to this. What she's saying is you truly know it's not saying that you're not going to have good, bad days. It's not saying that sometimes you may not stumble along the way or feel like what is really going on in your life. But what she's saying is when you already equipped, but when we start walking in what God has called us to do, then the manifestation can be able, the Holy Spirit can be able to educate us and to make us, because I'm feeling better than I ever have at the age of 53 years old than I ever have. I, I, I just do. I have never I felt this much more joy this much more confidence, this much more just ability to know now who I truly am in Christ. And I laugh, just like D.L. did in the beginning. It just amazes me. And I, and, I, and I know that's what it is. 
It's that kind of laughter that you say, Lord, <laughs> you know what? You're simply amazing. It just amazes me how far you can go. So I'm a believer to believe this. I'm like you, Elder. Just keep walking and allow the Holy Spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the Word of God said he'll, he'll utter. He'll whisper in your ear, and, and the Holy Spirit will, will teach you the ways to go. So it, it's just so powerful what you're saying today. Thank you so much for bringing it. And even, D.L., the way you broke it down, because I'm, I'm invoked in my spirit even more than I ever have today. Thank you. God, God is such an awesome guy. We have a caller on the line, um, a dear friend to all of us that we haven't heard from in a little while, and, and they've been so patient and, and have just sat there and, and been a part of, of the listening audience. But we're going to bring them on into the line now. We have Apostle Paul and Lady Keisha Greenleaf on the line. How are you guys today? <laughs> We're wonderful. God is so, so good. Lady Keisha, uh, I want you to share your manifested dream because God has done some incredible things in your life recently. We're walking in that now season right now with the manifestation of the, the, the promises of God in evidence. So I'm going to let you share first. Okay. Well, my manifest manifestation came um, on last Tuesday, May 23rd. Uh, as you all know, um, I've been on dialysis since, since 2012, and I received my healing with a new kidney on last oh, Tuesday. Wow. Praise God. It was just... A wake-up moment for my husband and I. We weren't expecting it. And the the doctor had told both of us it would be another three to five years before I would even get anywhere close to receiving a kidney from last year. And a year year and a month, right, baby? Yep. A year and a month later, I received my kidney. And, you know, my, my, my dream was... To not have to be on dialysis anymore, and anybody that's on dialysis will tell you the same thing. It's not an easy treatment. Um, it, it wears you down. It 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 wears you out. And everybody dreams of not having to go and and be on the machine for three, four hours, a, you know, every other day. And my goal was, our prayer was to receive a kidney, and um, God worked it out to where. We're not going to call the doctors liars. We're not going to call them unbelievers. But, however, God showed them what he can do. And he showed us even more what he can do. And he really, truly just blessed us because with my antibodies being high um, because of the pregnancies, um, they told me that it will be another three to five years, and the kidney that I received was a virtual 100% match. Hmm. And what wow. what more can you ask for from God? He just wow. showed up, showed out, and it just really showed us how much God needs to be in our life, you know, how much we depend on him, how much 
he depends on us to be believers and have the faith. And that's one thing we did not lose was our faith because my husband spoke it. He said, you know, you're going to receive a kidney before three to five years. And um, it happened. And we're just delighted. I'm still in the process of healing. I've had some setbacks. However, God is still right. He still reigns and he's still good. And he's going to help me get through every setback that tries to come upon me. He's going to take care of it because he wouldn't. Give me a kidney for me to lose it. Amen. So, Amen. You know, That's powerful. That's powerful. So, so happy you know, talking about walking in your manifestation, you walk in your manifestation with your faith, with saying, you know, with talking three to five years. You were walking in your manifestation because your faith said, no, 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 this God is going to do. God is going to do this. We believe he's going to do it, and in a much shorter time than what man thinks because man yeah. is not on the throne. God not, is. Exactly. So that's Thank walking you. in that manifestation. That's that's saying, God, I don't care what man says. I'm walking in I my know what you say. I'm walking in the manifestation. Exactly, because I know what you said. You can that's do. That's what I believe. <laughs> that's Thank what you, I believe. Can can oh, I God chime is, in God here for us? Awesome, Paul. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I know you talking about this. Can I just say something? Oh no, no. I was just listening to. I mean, I was very quiet and listening to what you were saying. What uh, and God bless you all, DL, uh, Tanya. God bless you. So good to hear your voices. Yes. Um, just listening to what you all were saying, and and as you all were talking, God just kept dealing with me and dealing with me and letting me know that I was walking in what you all were talking, and not only was I walking in it, but I was walking in it for my wife, too. You know, because on dialysis and when they're telling you this stuff, and my wife worked in the medical field, you know, so sometimes I'm not saying she doesn't have faith or anything, so, you know, um, she understands what I'm saying. A lot of times they have different thinking, amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think medically, and... um my thinking was just based on faith, period. Uh, you know what, Lord, I don't care what doctors say. I, I don't care uh, what they may think, whatever. You're going to get my wife a kidney. She's going to have a kidney. She ain't waiting no five years. And what Keisha had shared with you earlier made me stand in my faith even more. And and listening to what you said, mm, oof, Jesus. Listening to what you were just saying just just sparked my faith even more because what you said is basically what I said to that lady when I talked to her because my wife didn't share a week before she found out about her kidney. She was talking to her coordinator, and the coordinator kept saying, no, she's not on the top of the list. No, she's, And I kept saying, yes, she is. Yes, she is. And and I had to get off the phone with the lady because in my spirit, she was bucking up against my faith and what I was believing for my wife. So to get the call a week later that no. she was going to get. She wasn't even a week. I talked to her on Thursday and I got the call Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not even a week later. I Just sitting here and thinking about what you were saying and, and everything I'm just like, you know what, God can't, when, when, you know, I, I'm just, I'm speechless, kind of, 
you know, because right <laughs> after she got her kidney, the next thing I kept saying, and y'all watch God, y'all watch God, come back, listen to this recording, whatever. Y'all going to see my wife get her sight very soon. Yes. And I have been saying it since the day that she lost her sight, that my wife will see. And it's not going to be one of those things. And I'm speaking it out because a couple of people have said some things that kind of grated against my spirit. Um, But she's going to see before she on her deathbed. Because I've been hearing that a lot when I've said that she's going to get her sight back. I'm not going to say who has said it, but they've said it a couple of times. Well, I know somebody else that got their kidney, but then they were dying and they and they saw again before they died. No, my wife's going to get her sight, and she's going to be able to enjoy her sight and having her sight and, and, and living with her sight. Mm. So, um, well, we're in agreement with you. Just, just, it, it, just her getting the kidney and and how God did it. I mean, it it blessed me in ways that people don't even know because I know that I was interceding for her, and that's what I want my manifestation to be. That when I speak something for somebody else. I see it come forth. It's it's not. It's gotten to a point in my life. It's not about me anymore because I'm at the point. You know what? I have everything I need. I may not have a mansion. Uh, I may not have a car, but I've got life, and I know that I have it more abundantly. And that is mm-hmm. where I'm at in my life. That I'm okay with that. I'm okay if I don't ever get another car. I'm okay if I don't have thousands of the, in the bank. But I'm not okay with if I don't know if I have abundant life and have it more abundantly and can't share with somebody else that they can have that same thing. The goodness of life. The goodness of God. Amen. Amen. Well, see, this this is this is why we need to do things like what we're doing today is because people need to to step up their faith game. Literally, they need to step mm. it up. They need to stop running around with the "woe is me" mentality and attitude, and recognize what did God say, and, mm. and then see what's right in front of you. We miss mm-hmm. our season of reaping. Because we're so busy, as they say, you can't see the forest for the trees, or you can't see the trees for the forest, however it goes. But you know what I'm saying? It's right in front of you, and you look beyond it because you're looking for, for signs of grandeur. You're looking for the accolades. You're looking for this, that, and the other. And you're missing what God has already done, that he's calling mm-hmm. you to walk in the manifestation of what he promised you. And like Dio brought to the forefront earlier, we're praying the wrong prayers. And then we get frustrated with God because we're like, well, he didn't answer me. (laughs) Did you ask the right question? Did you ask the right question? It's not only asking it, but it's acting on what you ask. And see, that's something I've learned about my faith. You can have faith, but if you don't put your faith into activation, it's just going to sit there and do nothing. It's like you saying a closed mouth is not going to get fed. Exactly. That's like that. So you got to put your It's like I'm giving an example real quick. Real quick, I'll give an example. I have been saying for the past month 
to two months that we're going to get a car because we need a car. Not that I'm worried about having a car, but just because we need one with, with Keisha getting her kidney now. There's a lot more that we need to do, and I don't need to be spending all this money out on Uber. So I kept say, I said to her the other day, I said, honey, we're getting a car. We're getting ready to get a car. We're going to get a car in 2017. I guarantee you a month to two months from now, I'm going to be letting y'all know I got a car because I heard God tell me what to do, and I did it today, and I heard in the spirit realm, open my hand because what I need is about to come mm, to get you. the car. Because even though the person that the Lord directed me to to go to to help us did not say a yes or no. I got the yes in my spirit just because of my obedience of stepping out on faith and opening my mouth and asking and putting my faith into activation. A lot of times we hear God say, well, you, you, you know, you ask for something and you believe it, but you've got to put some backing, some action into it because you can want something, you can desire something, but guess what? God can't come down here and do it for us. You've got to do the footwork. Now, he can open the doors, but you've got to get your feet to moving to walking into the door that he opened. I'm done. <laughs> Colette? Can Hello? Colette? Oh, one of her other co-hosts have to take over. I think we lost her. Did we? Well, basically what Apostle was talking about, and I think that Elder probably oh, got disconnected for a minute. Is she back on? Well, we're going to keep talking until she gets connected. But, Elder, thank you so much because what you – I apologize, Apostle, because what you did was you were just – you added on to what Elder was trying to tell us and what D.L. was saying and what we were all talking about. And thank you, First Lady, for, for just that awesome testimony because we need to know that there's still hope in what we're yeah. going through in our lives. And I think it's very powerful. And um, we just – you, we all have to know right now that God can still show up and show out no matter where you are in your life, no matter how old you feel like. Maybe you feel like you're not you too old, that your time is up, but there's it's never too late. Would you agree with that, Amen. 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 I'm like, you know, the enemy is too mad because my phone just said click. I was like, okay, really? <laughs> this is yeah, we lost but, you for a second. Seriously. You know what happened? <laughs> seriously. You are your laborer. You oh, are you are your laborer. God has called you to labor in your vineyard. You can't just sit there and wait for things to fall from heaven. You've got to labor in your vineyard because the fruit is there. It's ripe and it's ready for the plucking. And the baking. Wow. Yep. God is awesome. He is awesome. He is awesome. He is awesome. So we thank and we praise him on today because, you know, I I, I guarantee and, and I, I, I'm prayerful that 
those that will hear this broadcast, and it's not limited to this live broadcast, it goes into the archives, and every time this is heard, I believe God, and you guys come in agreement with me, I believe God that this will stir in the spirit of those that hear this, and they will recognize God's hand at work in their life. And they will begin to glean. Think about Ruth and Naomi. Because of Ruth's obedience to Naomi, she got out there in that field and she gleaned. And because she gleaned the manifestation, because she labored in her vineyard, that manifestation manifested. People get caught up with Boaz, but it was so much deeper than Boaz because of her obedience to Naomi to say, your God will be my God, God put her her name in his book. And thousands Uh, of years later, we are still talking about her. You've got uh to understand the the depth of your obedience to God and to labor in your vineyard. See, she didn't even realize that it was her own vineyard she was laboring in. Because think about this. Once she married Boaz, that was hers too. So we don't even understand what God is doing within us, but we got to labor in our vineyard. we got to go and pluck the fruit while it's ripe. We've got to recognize God's manifested hand upon our life right where we are and then pray the correct prayers, as D.L. said, so that we can go to that next level, okay? But we're still sitting here waiting on God to manifest, and he's already did it. That's he's right. already did it. We have got to take a hold of what God has already done so that we can be in position for what he's about to do. Mm. God is deep. That is deep. God is deep. He is. You know, and we keep missing it. I thank and praise God for the 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 word of the kingdom manifesting. The Lord said, ask him, and he would give us the nations. Lance Farmer preached this morning, and I, I tell you, that, that white man preached, okay? Let me tell you this. He has a prophetic call on his life, and it was unbelievable. We think about him dealing with the seven mountains and, you know, and, and getting the body of Christ to get into all these different spheres, which is very important because we are to influence every place in 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 the earth realm. God has called us to take over those places. But here is what's really, really deep. If God is the king of kings and everything has been given unto him, that is why he said, ask me for the nations and I'll give them to you. We limit ourselves because we're too busy trying to get houses, cars, and land here. And he said, Ask me for the nations. He didn't say, ask mm. me for a camel. Don't ask me for a donkey. Don't ask me for a hut. Mm. He said, wherever your feet will tread, I'll give it to you. Mm. I'll give it to you. Recognize and understand the power that's in there. So wherever you're walking right now, that territory that God has given you, please hear me. Please hear me in your spirit. Where you are right now is territory that God has given you. Now, what are you doing with that territory for the kingdom? Because if you're still waiting on the manifestation of houses and land, you've missed it. You've missed it. He said, ask me for the nations. Ask me for the nations. 
How do you affect the nations? You affect the nations by affecting your your sphere of influence. Like Tanya said, she wants to be that one of influence within her family unit. By doing that, when you thank you, Jesus, the the the, the world, the world, not the body of Christ, the world recognizes that the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Why don't we recognize that? That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Why don't we recognize that? What are mm. we sowing into this next generation? What are we sowing into our children's lives? Are we teaching them kingdom principles? Are we mm. teaching them about the manifestation of God in their lives and how to appreciate what he's doing now? Or are we teaching them, no, you got to go to school and, and get your degrees and so you can make money? Not so you can wow. use your gifts and talents for the kingdom and to expand your territory, but no, this is all about making money. This is all about the God of mammon because that's what we do. If you work hard, you can accomplish this. Yeah, okay, that's all fine and dandy. I've worked hard all my life, and like I said, I don't even have hundreds in the bank, but I promise you I can accomplish any and everything that God has called me to do. hmm like Tanya said, it's about the favor of God on your life. Are we imparting these things into this next generation? We got Generation X that's all out there doing all manner of things. Now we got some millennials coming up that don't even believe. Why don't they believe? Because nobody has shown them the manifestation of the things of God in their lives. Mm. Wow. Nobody has showed it. We help them recognize the hand of God on this life and what that manifestation looks like. It, it, thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank mm. you, but I am not interested in what's in your hand. I want what's in your heart, and in right. your heart is your covenant what with else? me. Mm-mm-mm. Covenant with me. And your covenant says that you will be my God and I will be your son. I will mm. be the heir, that rightful one, that rightful one that will sit on the throne. Why? Because you have given me the ability to rule and to reign. <laughs> We're not talking gender here. Don't get it twisted, okay? This is not about gender. This is about position. This is about Mm -hmm. position. And the position he has given us is that one of authority. It's that one of authority. And it's time for us to take the authority that he has placed within us. And walk in his manifestation It is time, it is time, it is time We have wasted too much time Sitting up here running after the God of mammon mm-hmm. Wasted mm-hmm. way powerful. too much time That's way powerful time. I love what you said Yes, amen to that elder That's powerful That's beautiful You know, you're right Because when we buy houses on this earth All we're doing is buying houses to store up our things we buy houses to store our things, and you know what? I, and 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 you got to get to the point where it's like the rich man. You got to get to the point where you got to be able to lay it all down. You got to be able to tell mm-hmm. the Lord, "This, you know what? Like where I am right now, this is do or die." 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't like I ain't never had before. But one thing I know is not being with you is a bigger void than having all these things and I don't have you. That's what Apostle was saying. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about the riches of this world. I want the mm-hmm. peace of God, the favor of God, mm-hmm. the love of God, the understanding of God. I want to pick up that word and I want it to manifest all through me, over me, for me. I want to be able to stand as an oracle, as a vessel of God, to be able to be used by him because there is no greater joy or greater pleasure than ever before. Mm-hmm. So this is powerful. Think Thank about, you, Elder, so much. Pam, as you, were, as you were saying that, this is what dropped in my spirit. How many times have you, rec- re- you recycled those things that you store in these houses? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Powerful. Powerful. I tell everybody this story. I remember one time leaving from Arizona to Atlanta, you guys, and the Lord had blessed me. I promise you, my daughter and I went into a park, a villa with nothing in it. Nothing. Not a TV, not nothing. Just one luggage and a black plastic garbage bag. And before I knew it, the Lord had blessed me with so much stuff. With brand new furniture, washing machine and dry. I mean, it was coming through the door like nothing before. But let me just tell you something about those things. When I left and I went to Atlanta, the Lord stored me up three times when I was there, four times with different, five times with different things. But let me tell you, I paid for that storage for six years, not wanting to let go of those things. The Lord showed me that I could have saved up over $13,000. Messing with those things. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? In the end, I wanted giving it to somebody and it ruined it anyway. So guess what? Mm -hmm. It didn't mean anything, did it? Mm -hmm. And Tanya, I was going to say, when you were talking, you were talking about we store up all these things. Why are we storing them up? We can't take them with us. And when we leave here, guess what? We don't know what's going to happen to them. So we Hello? 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 Oh, okay. I don't know okay, what happened. I'm here. I was... Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I was saying, why, why are we storing oh, up all this stuff that we can't take with us? For what reasoning? I'm telling you, we, we, our, our focus is so wrong. And literal ministries, mega ministries have been built on people chasing after stuff. Mm. <laughs> Come on now. Time out. You better say it. And the same ones have come tumbling down. And the walls have come down. Come and the down. ministers have been ran out of the pulpits now. So let me say this to you right now, and I'm going to tell you what I told everybody this. Truly, I've been out in the world before, and I want y'all to know I thought I was getting the dang thing, and I had a lot going on. I had $1,500 lamps. But I will tell you this. I, my prayer is now truly the same God. That allowed to make, allowed me to go through it and bless me to overcome it. And if the devil can bless you with gifts and the creator who created him, what more can your blessings be in heaven? What more? They are going to be even greater than they are in the world. Come on now. Mm -hmm. And see, what I've learned, when we can begin to appreciate what we have 
and and Keisha and I over the years during our marriage, we have never really had much, but we have learned to appreciate. Make the best um, of it. I've gotten things off of the corner, and people come in my house and not even know. It was from the corner. From the corner, okay. Colette, you you've been in my home, and. Half yeah. the stuff that we have in our home it was given, given to, us. to us. Didn't pay a dime, but we treat it like it was something that we went out and we bought and spent thousands of dollars for. And, I mean, we literally thank God for everything that we have. And and I go back to when we first moved here to Florida. We were in a hotel. We went from a hotel to a duplex. We went from a duplex to a house crawling with roaches. We are now in a house with a pool. And and I was so frustrated when I moved in here because we were having trouble with the movers and whatever. And God took me and sat me down outside next to the pool. And my mind began to wander back when I was 10 years old, growing up in the ghetto and the projects. And brought and, and God just took my mind. It was like a, a road map. Took my mind from there to where I'm at. And I had to say to myself, you know what, God, I'm going to shut up and just thank you. Because who would have thought at the life that I lived at 10 years old, now I'm sitting here in my own backyard in Florida with a pool. Something I always dreamed about, wanting to have a house with a pool. And I'm sitting here and I'm mumbling and grumbling, Lord. I need to shut up and be grateful for what I got. Yeah, the pool leaks. Yeah, I might have a, a, a leak in the ceiling. Yeah, this might not be fixed. But guess what? It's mine. And I can come home to it and be grateful and peaceful and know that God has given it to me. Your desires are your heart. Amen. Amen. That's what I I, That's what I've learned. Even when when we maybe only have chicken, I'll go around and say I'm single, looking sick of chicken. But you know what, God, I thank you for that chicken I got in my refrigerator. Amen. Amen. I thank you. Thank you so much, Paul and Keisha, for calling in. As always, you you you've been you know a wealth of inspiration to our listeners. We are out of time. I have to be mindful of the time because I have people that syndicate the show, Paul and Keisha. Uh, and so we <laughs> have to be mindful and stay yes. within that time I was going to say, please, please tell good. them that so they God can hear good. it again. Yes. Because this needs Amen. to be heard Amen. again. I, I was going to say, could Amen. I mention that? And tell Tanya and DL, I'm definitely going to make sure that this is syndicated on, on next Saturday, this particular broadcast. So let let your friends and stuff know that didn't get to hear it, that they can go to WVOD Radio and, and hear this program again. Because more people need to hear this, this one, this one. Amen, amen. Well, we thank and praise God for, for our time today. This has really, really been a blessing. And, you know, I, I just, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited for all the things that God has brought out during the course of this broadcast, seriously. And, again, I just believe that it is going to to touch the hearts and the souls of those that, they, that hear it and propel them into another place in God, because that's what it's all about. It's not about none of us. It's all about your relationship relationship and understanding who you are and whose you are in the Lord. We thank and praise God for you. Well, gang, that's it. Um, Tam and DL, we will do this again next week. 
Apostle Paul and Lady Keisha, congratulations. We thank and praise God so much for that that he has done in your life. And we're so excited. We're so excited for for your new lease on life. This is incredible. Amen. Incredible. Amen, amen. God bless you all. Let's keep it This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.